Hashem in Sharagimel Perik Base. And we spoke about how a person, if he knows Shem Hashem, that can force the angels to do things. That was a kayak which if people used it wrongly, it could be misused. That's because for Adam, the kayak of Shem Hashem is how he runs the world, and therefore, it's what's for, in every level, that's what is Mechaev, uh, whatever's on a lower level, to, to accept what it's forced to do with Shem Hashem. And I was going to talk about the good part of that. We are holding an ice hay. It says, Baruch Hu creates means for a person through that a person can reach the takas, the result of what the bring of what will happen in this world. If a person is misled, tries them that a person isn't bound by the tava, which means the natural limitations of the world. He doesn't have to go only the route of a desire. In other words, it's not like there's only a, a way to break free from Tav if a person goes the route of bad. There's a way that Hashem created for a person to do the same thing through the route of being good. And, and that is, the history of the How does a person do that? That's what he's going to explain. Ta. Kinen Nisvai, Shakim Karamitsi, Eskuram, Bichar, Bifartayim, Enel Ad Barachu. As you know, everything in the world. As we all together, and every single detail of it is all tied in the drive everything which exists and how it works. Whether it's something of a spiritual nature, so things like malachim, physical things. So therefore, the same idea. It's everything is there because Hashem wants it to be there. So everything which you see exists. They only exist by the fact that Hashem wants them to exist. And he himself is nimsa lahem, he taught us, but he gives him the kayak to exist with. We know nimsa, miskale, I'll call nimsa. And therefore, Hakadish Baruch is nimsa, himself is there, and uh, reveals everything he creates, which means that they can connect him. Mashpia bomb, if he measured him, he came near him, and he is mashpia. Hakadish Baruch gives to everything in the world what it needs in order to survive. In other words, it's life, in other words, it's food, whatever everything needs. And therefore, there are lots of different kinds of hashbah. Every different thing needs a different hashbah. I'm just as an example, every different animal is a different food. And therefore, if Hashem wants to mashpia food, and Hashem gives food to every living thing, but it's not the same food. This one needs plants, this one needs seeds, this one needs insects, this one needs meat. Every living thing needs its own food. Gives each thing is what it needs in order to exist in, in whatever way that each thing exists. When those hashpas are brought down to this world, then Everything will have the what it needs, the it needs for its survival, the way Hashem wanted it to be, and therefore to go stage by stage. On the level of malachim, they'll receive the hashpah which has been given to them, and they'll be and they'll pass it down to the ones lower than them, the ones lower which arrives here. And therefore, what he's saying basically, if you sum it up in one simple sentence, everything in the world, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, gives it what it needs to survive. And therefore, each thing has a chain. 
because everything in the world here, which is the end point of receiving what Hashem wants it to get, starts in Shemaim and goes down through all the stages until it's it's delivered to each and each species, each item in this world what it needs. It's a Gemara which says that every blade of grass is a malach. Every blade of grass is a malach because if the grass needs to grow, then it needs the nutrients, it needs the sunlight, it needs the kayak to grow. And that's a spiritual part, channel, maybe a very small one, but in that spiritual channel we call the malach. Now that's that what, what causes that thing to have its spiritual sustenance or its ability to grow. So that's the chain which comes down from Shemayim too. Something which has more ability to grow and is a more complex entity such as a person. And of course, there's a, cha- there's a channel from Shemayim which she's getting through. But now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us names that we can address it by. Why does Hashem need a name? I don't know if you ever thought of that question. Why does Hashem need a name? And the point of having a name is only so that people can call you or relate to you. And therefore, if Hashem gave himself a name, so to speak, it's in order that people can call him. Because a name is the way we refer to somebody. And therefore, it's only if we're going to, if we're going to try and speak to them, or then we're going to need a name for them. Or to mention him and to be close to him. That's he says his name always. And now, why is that Hashem's name called the name Batsmoy? So, you know, the name Yudkevavke is an acronym for Hashem was, Hashem is, Hashem always will be. So, it has the Yud of the year. And then the hey, which and the hey, which come all three words, and the vav of the of the hayve. So it's uh, we have all the contraction of all three. Hashem is, was, always will be, which means that Hashem's name means existence. He is without without ending, without beginning. He is, and uh, the the primary thing which Hakadosh Baruch Hu we see giving this world is existence, and therefore the that same shame of Hashem's existing. So we see that He creates a world to exist as well. It's infinite because it doesn't begin and end, but just the reality of something which exists. Because like the Ram says at the beginning of Hinchus Yisraelat Torah, there's no existence without Hashem. And therefore, you talk about Hashem as existing, it means that's the only thing which exists. And if other things exist, it's only because they're being given that ability to exist from Him. So, you're calling Hashem the existence. In other words, that's Hashem's name. And that is besides the, the, the base line, that is the, the starting point. Foundation, Hashem exists and gives existence, but now within that, you can do lots of other things too. And therefore, based on the way we see Hashem acting, is what we're going to refer to as. We know God's over Chok, we Hashem decided and he established in the creation, that the way to try and bring down a greater hashbar from Hashem is when we call out to Him, when we, so to speak, make the connection and uh, dive into Hashem, that in turn brings the hashbar with it. Wherever my name is mentioned, in other words, wherever you come and dive into Hashem, so that creates a channel for Hashem to come and give you more bracha. Based on the name that they're calling, that they read into Hashem with, they're going to call out to him with, that's going to trigger that, that's where the Hashem will come from. 
פירוש, כי ההשפעה תימשך, תימשך. זה ממין עוז ההשפעה שעל סדר נזכס לאיסבר שמה השם הוא. ואיפה בבסטין זה פילים את הקודש ברוך הוא. זאת אומרת, תמיד דן מו ההשפעה, ה-question is which kind of השפעה do you want? which kind of השפעה do you want? and therefore depending on the name that a person relates to השם הוא, is defining the kind of השפעה that is going to be. ואמנם בהימשך ההשפעה תברר בהכרח אתה לא יודע מה חלקי אסלו, when there is a השפעה, then it's going to increase whatever כוח is coming down to this world and will have the result that the person expects, ויספש לעניין בכל ההשתרשות מנהלת של יוסף. From the top, from הקדוש ברוך הוא, down through all the levels of spirituality from הלכם to this world, it will send more of a force there, כמו שזכרנו. So let's say, we'll try to show דבר for rain. And הקדוש ברוך הוא decides to rain, so then it's a מהלך which begins from the שמיים, And it comes down to this world until, in our physical sense, it materializes as rain. If a person is davening for a child, then it's the same thing. It has to go right up to Hashem. And he sends down the koyach, which will deliver that to the cup of the child. And that is that there certain rules and there certain halachim, how this works. How we can daven to Hashem and how in return Hashem responds and sends down a greater shepherd to us. If the תפילה ודאבנין is complete with all the conditions it needs, תימשך השפעה ההיא ותיוויל התלעות. Only that way will bring about the desired result, ולא זה לא זה. And therefore a person has to, so to speak, approach HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the way which will have the, which Hashem wants him to, because then you guarantee that the result will be that Hashem will listen to him. Now there's an important point to know, and that is, it doesn't mean that kilo, it's a system which we can force it to happen. It's not like Hashem has made the framework and now if you just do the right thing, or you guarantee results. The whole point of tefillah is that we're asking a Kodesh Baruch Hu, but we understand that he's in charge and he can choose. Which, like we said, one of the big differences between Avedis Hashem and Avedis Zarah. And that is Avedis Zarah worked with a system of force. In other words, it had to happen. And therefore, if I, if I do the things right, then I'm expecting it to take place. If not, uh, I have a time now. Whereas when a person is into Hashem, it's not clear that Hashem is forced to listen to us. And therefore, if we do the right thing, then he has no choice. Akadosh Baruch is still in charge. Hashem can decide. And what? Even when it comes to the fact of Hashem deciding, it has to work with the channels that Hashem made. That, that's what we have to ask. And then that's the way that if he wants to give us, we're going to get. And this is an important point, because very often, and we must say this when we talk about Tefillah, very often Akadosh Baruch is willing to give people things, but they don't ask. And if they don't ask, it's there's like a check waiting for you. Come pick it up. You never came, so you never got it. And if a lot of times people say, one second, why should I don't for something? If I don't have it, means Hashem doesn't want to give it to me. The answer is that's not true. Most times, if a person doesn't download something, it could be Hashem does want to give it to them, but the way to get it is to ask for it. And therefore, if a person asks, he'll get it. If a person doesn't ask, he won't get what was really meant for him. That's the important point. It's not like David is always asking for extras, or David is asking for things Hashem didn't want to give you and you have to change his mind. It's not true. Most times David is asking for things Hashem didn't want to give you, you just have to ask for it. And as soon as you ask, you're going to get it. And again, the right for this, it doesn't need right, it's, it's obvious, but the right for this is the Torah. Like, uh, the, the, the Pasuk says, the other Mauritian was putting an Eden. So we think of an Eden as this luscious garden with beautiful flowering trees and like, with, with, with vegetation and fruit and everything. And it wasn't like that. The Pasuk says clearly that uh, when others was putting an Eden, Nothing had grown yet. It was desolate. Why had nothing grown? 
it hadn't rained, and therefore without the rain, nothing grew. And why hadn't it rained? It says, Kilo and Tia Shemel came in the Aretz because no one davened for rain. So what does it mean? Hashem didn't want it to rain. And then Adam had to daven to convince Hashem to make it rain. Of course Hashem wanted it to rain. He wanted it to be good and he wanted all the plants to grow. Except the way things work is when a person davens, that creates the channel for Hashem to kill or give. And therefore, of course Hashem wanted it to happen. He was waiting for Adam to daven for it. And when Adam davened, then that's when it happened. And therefore, most times, Tefillah doesn't need us to kill or change how things are meant to be. Or to reverse it there. There are possibilities of that, but they're rare. Most times Tefillah is, it's waiting for you, you just have to ask. And if you ask, you're going to get. And that's why, that's why the importance of Tefillah is because it's not that without it, it's bad to the person's losing things that they were really intended for them. Okay, so that's what is the first one. Right? It kind of creates a system how persons are together. Does someone allow a diamond for something that's not going to be good for them? Yes. What do you call someone? What can a person daven for? So obviously, ideally, a person is going to daven for the right things. But it doesn't work to daven for wrong things. Can I daven for something which isn't good for me? Um, now, the answer is a person can. A person has bechira and he can choose to daven for whatever he wants. The question is, is Hashem going to give it to him? Is Hashem going to give it to him? So it depends what you're talking about. If it's talking in the sense of um, of hash, of Chef of opportunity. So, a close parochia gives people things, it's up to them to decide how to use it. So, for example, a person davens for money. Okay, that's that's, a, that's what you call a, a commodity which could be used or misused. How to use the money is up to them. But let's say a person davens for something which is really bad for them. Davens for something which is only used for a very. So then, of course, Hashem doesn't, doesn't want to give it to them. Will he anyway? Yes. Why? Because we know there's a principle of that that the way a person wants to go, Hashem allows him to go. And if people want to do wrong things, Hashem allows them to. He doesn't force people to be tzaddikim, that's why the world runs. And therefore, if a person is showing by tefillah, this is what I want, so it could be Hashem will allow him to do it. Not because it's good for him, but because if that's where he's ex- expressing his bechir, if that's where he's ex- expressing his bechir, so Hashem will allow it to happen. And uh, therefore, for that same person who wanted to do something wrong, it could be that without diving it wouldn't have happened. And that's because you're diving for it happens, not because he's going to be rewarded for it one day, but because the medicine, that's the Mahana which how things work. And by diving that's what a person shows, that's what I want, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to achieve. So then it could be that that creates the possibility for it to happen, even though it's not good for you. There are some things though, that that doesn't work for. There are some things you can't dive in for because Twitter is not going to help. And what's the difference between those things that a person can't dive in for and those things that a person can dive in for and Twitter could work? And now what the Gemara says that you can't dive in for, the Gemara calls it Twitter Shaf. You're wasting your time diving in because there's no way it's going to work, so why, why, it's diving for nothing. So if, I'll tell you the way I explain the Chiluk, but I think it's a very clear Chiluk. And that is, is a big difference between how Hashem creates the world and how Hashem runs the world. The creation of the world isn't, isn't a stage we interact with. Just like we were created and no one asked us our opinions about that. If to be created and when and to which family and how. Uh, the, the creation is something which HaKadosh Baruch does without our involvement. And therefore anything which has to do with how Hashem created things, or created people or created things, it's really not going to be a part of because it has nothing to do with the person. Hashem had whatever reasons he had for how he created the world he created, and that's not a person isn't a partner in that, or a person isn't a player in that, that's really can make a difference for.
for example, as long as one or two examples you'll all understand straight away, you don't bring to more complicated examples. For example, if a person uh, was sees outside his window as a tree, and he says, I don't want it to be a tree, I wish it was a flower. So I'm going to doubt that the tree should become a flower. It's a finished shelf, I should not going to change trees into flowers. And if a person is born a man and he doubles to be a lady, or the other way around, you can doubt in the whole of life, but nothing's going to help. Because that's the way Hashem created things originally. And the way Hashem created something is not going to change. And Tvila can't change either, that's the way Tvila was created. If later a person was created with a certain disability, <coughs> it happens. A person was born without that. <coughs> he can doubt in his whole life, he's not going to grow. That, that, that's got to do with how Hashem created something originally. And Hashem has reasons why I created things, and therefore you can't change that. What can change is how Hashem runs the world. After something's been created, how Hashem deals with it, which means the Hanhog of running the world, so that very much depends on the person. And therefore, that person can change. And so if a person who was born healthy and now he gets sick, so you can tell Hashem, please make me healthy. That can make a difference. And if a person had something and now he's in, he lost it, you can tell Hashem to give it back to him. And if it's something to do with how Hashem is going to give him or not give him here in this world, that's all in the realm of Tefillah works, because it's part of how Hashem runs His world. We go to back to how Hashem created the world, Tefillah is not going to help for that. A person can't daven to be born differently to how he was born, or be created differently to how he was created. But that's why, because when it comes to how Hashem runs the world, then He wants people to daven to Him, and He made it, He makes what happens contingent on how they daven. And therefore, based not just on what they daven, but based on the middle that they daven to, in other words, how they approach Hashem, what what they want, that Hashpah is going to be. That's the case, and it's possible also, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu has allowed certain times a person to daven for something, that can change the way the world normally runs. How does it happen? Because normally there's a certain halakha things run, the person's going to daven to Hashem, Hashem's going to send that much more shefa, or that much more abilities now, it'll, it'll change the, the normal way things happen. Or, a person can connect to spiritual things, and through that he'll be able, he can learn, or be aware of things much more than a normal person would be aware of. It's something to double for too. You see, when he asked, Hashem asked him, what do you want? And he davened, Hashem, please give me Chachma. And Hashem gave him Chachma more than anyone else. In other words, it wasn't just a physical Chachma, it was a Chachma as a gift from Hashem, which was way beyond what a person would ever get to. So HaKadosh Baruch can do that also, which means it's also a Kayach, which is sending a force of Chachma, and Hashem can make a, give a person a much greater amount of it than a normal person would ever get to. That idea of how much a person is privy to the spiritual world or knowledge of, of, of spiritual things is either you call it out of his Ruach HaKadosh or if he's in the high level or not. Like he's going to explain. And that is how does that happen? How does HaKadosh Baruch Hu send an extra level of ruchness, an extra connection to something spiritual to a person, same as before. And the same thing, through Hashem's name, which means the person davens for it, and then Hashem is going to respond. So then there's the name through which Hashem teaches us Torah, or gives us Chachma, or brings the Bo, whatever it is, 
and that's Hashem will increase that 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 koyach, which will matter. It means the person at the end of the line, the recipient, will get that much more. And therefore, when a person thinks about that Shem Hashem, and Davin, Sakadish Baruch, with this Kayach, you should increase what you're giving me. I'd say if I send volume at Naim, Mashat Sarshikhobala, it has that effect. And therefore, this is the positive counterpart to what you said the negative is. The negative is knowing how Shem is Hashem in order to force Malachim to do things which are, which for benefit the person, but not what they're meant to do. The positive side is if a person understands how the spiritual channels work, so you can ask a Kaddish Baruch to increase what you get. And the difference is like this. There's no way that Avodah Zagar is going to work if a person doesn't know how to do it. Because the only way the system works, if a person knows how to utilize whatever Shem Hashem it is to enforce the Malachim to do something, so they can do it. And if a person doesn't know how to do it, there's nothing to do. It won't work. It's like uh, you have to know the password, so to speak, to access the system. And if you don't, you can't. But when it comes to Tefillah, this is an important point. And that's why since the, the time that, that, that Chazal, Davin, Hashem, takes away the knowledge of the spiritual world, there haven't been any real Avdavar Zara. In the sense of Avdavar Zara who are trying to do things on a spiritual level. There are lots of people who are bound down to all kinds of weird cults and religions and whatever else. There's not Avdavar Zara of trying to uh, you know, force Malachim to do things because it's not how to do it. If you, if you don't know how to do it, it doesn't work. Whereas, even though it's true, when it comes to Davini, and if a person understands the Kabbalah, which means which name Hashem to apply to, to, uh, to which name of Hashem, which title of Hashem, uh, will, are responsible for whatever and how good it is, and a person can therefore direct it, feel a dafka to that shame, doesn't make a difference. But even today, if we don't know that, we can still daven. Because when it comes to Tfilah, if we don't know which shame Hashem to direct it, we can daven to Hashem. Hashem, Hashem, to whichever channel you're choosing to send it, that's what you want. So you please find the root to send it to us. And that still works. The echo point is the tefillah. The echo point isn't the using knowing the names of the spiritual channels, how things are going to flow. And therefore, if we know how to do it, then, we can, then maybe it adds a certain kind of tefillah. And if we don't, we can dive with that. We can dive in Hashem, that's what we need. And Hashem, you, make, you, you find the way to make it happen. And it can still happen even without uh, our identifying exactly what path it's going to take. Because the message has to be our Hashem to do. The fact that we daven begins the system, and even today we can get a hashpah until today. A person today would daven for parnasa, for chachma, for a shidduch, for children, or whatever it's going to be. It'll still happen. Not because we know the spiritual names of the various mahachim which are going to take place, but because we know that Hashem listens to us. And imagine he can, he can answer us, even if we don't understand how to create the system on our own. Which is why we still have tefillah, even though today there's no counterpart of our reserve.